0: Welcome to the Geek-Centric Podcast, and welcome to our spoiler-free review for Star Wars Visions. I am one with the Force, and the Force is with me! Dank ferret geeks... My name is Nate, and this is our spoiler-free review for Star Wars Visions, which hits Disney Plus tomorrow on September 22nd. Muy mui, thanks to Disney for letting us have early access to this visual delight. Uh, and if you're joining us for the first time, this is our review show where we share our first reactions with you and discuss our opinions on whether or not this series is up to the hype. Now, allow me to introduce you to my tamadachi for life, my senpai the Qui-Gon Jin to my Obi-Wan Kenobi, the Japaname Jedi, Justin. Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> classic <laughs> I, Star Wars greeting. Hello. Always, always. There's so much classic Star Wars from this show. Uh, I'm so yeah. stoked to discuss our thoughts on the series. But before we do, um, let's just meditate behind a red laser wall mm. and gain some insight into the series itself. Star Wars Visions is a series of nine animated short films celebrating the Star Wars galaxy through the lens of the world's best anime creators, offering a fresh and diverse cultural perspective to Star Wars. Those nine anime studios include Kamikaze Duga, uh, Gino Studio, Studio Colorido, Hmm. uh, Trigger, Kinema Citrus, Science Saru, and Production IG. Included in the English voice talent, we've got uh, Simu Liu, Brian T., Neil Patrick Harris, Bobby Moynihan, Tamora Morrison, Joseph Gordon, Leva JGL himself. Yeah. we got Karen Fukuhara, Kyle Chandler, Allison Brie, David Harbour, Lucy Liu, James Hong, and the illustrious George Takei. Yes. Uh, coming from the Star Trek to the Star Wars with George Takei. He's, he's done that a few times, I think, that guy. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, listen, before we dive into our review, I think it's it is going to be important for us, Justin, to kind of establish our relationship with anime for our listeners. Uh, so, Justin, let's start there. Have you ever been a big fan of anime and uh, what was your hype going into this series?
1: I've always been a huge fan of, of anime, but probably not as deep as like people that we know in our circles mm-hmm. that are are super into the comics going into this. I was very excited. I, I am a fan of anime and have been for some time. Um you know, it all stems from my love of drawing and, and illustration. You know, that's something I do or, or did more so when I was younger and, and obviously went to school for art. And that's where it all really started. It was comic books and anime. And so you take that, you know, one of my favorite art styles and, and animation and fuse it with Star Wars. Like for me, cool. like you got something amazing. And like going into this series, I, I set my expectations at a reasonable place because I always have doubt. I always feel like right. I, I always set myself up. So I, I put them at a, at a reasonable place. But still, probably pretty high. I put it at eight out of ten on yeah. the hype scale uh, for for me going into Star Wars Visions.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Um, for yourself. Yeah. You know, for me, I like I grew up with the understanding that I loved watching animated shows when I was oh. a kid. So growing up in the '90s, of course, I loved watching, you know, your YTV airings of Pokemon, Digimon, Yu Gi Oh. But I never really picked up on the fact that it was any different. From the American made television that I would watch. Like, obviously, it had a visual difference, and yes. I noticed that, but I don't think I ever really picked up on the idea that, okay, that's anime, and this is just fairly odd parents. Um, so, I think my first conscious interaction with anime was watching Death Note for the first time, mm-hmm. um, which as an adult led me to enjoy some more of the popular anime series, such as Attack on Titan or Cowboy Bebop. Um, and also, of course, anything from Hayao Miyazaki uh, was spirited away. My Neighbor Totoro, Princess Mononoke, um, all of these really kind of, especially for the anime film side of things, yeah, really exactly. pushing cinema. it for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I could really start to understand and appreciate, um, you know, anime as as its own thing. And so, you know, I, I didn't necessarily keep up with, with Attack on Titan or a few of the other animes that are more popular today that all my friends are like begging me to check out. Um, but this series is really helping me to connect more with the genre, and I think, I think that's one of the things that is outstanding about the show is that it's going to bring you in whether you're a casual fan of anime or if you're a true uh, otaku, uh, as they're called. <laughs> um, as far as my hype going in... Yeah, dude, I was probably sitting at an 8.5, uh, pretty high. Um, I wanted to, to temper those expectations. Um, it, one of the things that I've noticed about my experience with anime is that I have found some of the storylines to be um, obviously different than than what you would expect from a, a westernized TV show that I might be used to. And so I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to connect with some of these storylines, especially given the amount of time that they have. But you know what, I'm, I'm actually going to switch things up a, a little bit like, going to the dark side to discuss what we what we didn't like. Because my sense in the force is telling me that we we probably didn't have even one bad feeling about this show. I, I But there was just something for me that I think uh, could have been a little bit better. So before we gush over all the things that we love for the remainder of the podcast, uh, spoiler warning, um, I wanted to mention, you know, to help set some expectations from a, a story perspective, which is that I did find the pacing of each episode off Um, I think while they did such a great job of introducing to each character each for for, you know all the fresh perspectives on uh, such a wonderful universe I think almost all the episodes could have been a touch longer and I think a lot of them sort of rushed to the finish line where you're going to be sort of wishing that you you had a little more lead up right I mean at the same time what they give you at the end of the episode is so hype like I got chills every single time with like fist-pumping-in-the-air moments with characters and storylines that I didn't know existed, you know, eight eight minutes prior. But I think that's, you know, from a negative standpoint, that's about the only thing I can think of is that I did want a little bit more in the middle to, to sort of um, make it even more rewarding when we got to those end segments. And for me, I just, I felt like... Maybe a 25 minute episode instead of a 13 minute episode could have just helped these short stories, you know, live and and sort of breathe a little bit more before we got to the high octane action at the end. I don't know. I don't know, Justin. Do you think it's an anime thing that I'm I got to ask? I got to ask.
1: I got to ask. Is it never enough for you? (laughs) um no i i hear what you're saying yeah but i think that plays into the idea of each of these shorts or visions are 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 very condensed um i honestly think though that each of these are 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 more windows and 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 sort of gateways into potential Mm. right like any of these could be picked up by lucasfilm and they could say you know we loved what you did here do you want to just turn that into a a series yeah yeah. All of these all of these are really like teasers or testers for potentially that. Apart from them being really strong and unique stories on their own. But I, I get where you're coming from and I think that's gonna be the biggest complaint from a lot of people about this this series is oh the pacing was it was off. And I think it's about understanding how each of these are siloed individually. They're on their own. There is no connectivity. Each of them feel so different from one another.
0: Yeah, no, and I again I'm just saying like it's it's a great thing when the worst thing I think mm-hmm. about this series is that I want more of it, right? Like for sure. that's not a bad thing. I just think that th- usually when we're left wanting more, it's because of an ending. But in reality sure. for, for me for this series and for a lot of these episodes, it w- really had a lot to do with the the middle. I think there could have just been a little more room before we got to the third act of each episode. You know, you would know that you're at the third act of each episode by how little the characters were talking. You know what I mean? Like sure. you would you would have so much dialogue at the beginning, and and then a little bit less in the middle, and then by the third act, there, because it is a lot more action heavy, which is awesome. Because again, that's a well, huge that's aspect it. to anime, and I totally get that. Right. But but we do lose some of the. I, I guess it, it just sort of feels like it's they're they're running to that finish line, um, and it's thrilling and it's exhilarating. But like I kind of wanted just a, just a yeah. hair more, just like a, a five I just, minutes, I, I, if anything. I don't know.
1: No, I, I get you. I, I totally get you. But again, I, I come back to the same thing. I, I think that's going to be a huge sticking point for a lot of people that they leave you wanting more. But I think that's the, that's the best thing that's, that they've yeah. done here. That's okay. that's the trick. That's the that's the chef's kiss, if you
0: will. <laughs> well, listen. Speaking of of chef's kisses, uh, mm. this I mean everything else about this was chef's kiss, And in my opinion, I think. You know, we got to talk about the, the visuals of, of this series, I think, are obviously uh, a huge draw uh, for people to the series. I think, you know, with different studios making each episode, it's it's just so awesome to see the different styles from episode to episode. Yes. And I think it was at moments it was surprising to see how drastically different these interpretations of things that we know as Star Wars fans as iconic. But all of them were, were recognizable and refreshing all at the same time
1: yeah absolutely like i said it in our in our tweet you know this is what the animatrix is to the matrix it builds on the lore and legend specifically of star wars to tell new stories with varying similarities of what we know of a galaxy far far away to me it's it's probably the best example of what star Wars could be beyond the Hollywood studio. And it encourages and it, it welcomes culture a hundred percent and, and how different each of them are and how the stories are, are so varyingly different, right? Like, you know, some of them feel very uh, cutesy and childish, but have that little bit of hero's adventure to them. Like, Oh, totally. It's, it's, it's so, it's so well done. There's a little bit of something for everyone in this series.
0: Well, you know, again, you just, you just hit it on the nail on the head. They're like, the visual styles changing from episode to episode, but also the types of stories we get. Like, yes. yes, there's a lot, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of force-wielding, lightsaber, Jedi, and Sith stuff, but there's also a frickin' rock band episode. And there's also Dude. an episode about, you know, it's almost like a Pinocchio-style storyline. Yeah. Uh, and, a, and a Mega Man mashed in there. And I'm just, yeah. this, These are these stories are so cool to see in Star Wars, and I think I've said it a few times on this podcast how I would love to see more things around the idea of, like, a romantic comedy in Star Wars, you know, right. a horror genre right. Star Wars film, um, yep. and so to see some of these these different types of characters and these different character arcs is just so refreshing and so much fun. Oh, um, dude, and I just yeah, I some of the it.
1: stories, like uh, the Rockman episode, that storyline was was incredible, and and just such a cool, such a cool idea to kind of tell a different story. In this galaxy. Like, honestly, you, you got to imagine people like Filoni and Favreau who are Star Wars nerds and I'm sure are somewhat anime nerds are watching this and just thinking like the absolute potential of, of where they could go with.
0: Oh, this. for sure. And I mean, yeah, that episode is called Tatooine Rhapsody. Tat- um, Tatooine Rhapsody. <laughs> exactly. is so perfect. Yeah. That one was done by Studio Colorido.
1: And also you called out like the, the, the Jedi wielding. And I, I think that, yes, of course, that's. Very much Star Wars and that works really well for anime but it also works well for like that samurai Japanese sort of infused storytelling of of warriors and that that sort of battle and and that is a theme that runs throughout and I, I liked that even though that each of these stories felt so different there was a thematic thread. A variety of different threads that, that sort of found its way of weaving through to kind of stitch these stories together, even though again they feel so distant from each other just because of their look and their feel. But really, just pulling in this lore and, and this sort of this the, the what makes Star Wars Star Wars. Right, I think one of the, each episode.
0: One of the main things that they sort of focused on, I guess, as a through point for every episode, was the rule of two. Right. The master and the Padawan in every single episode. But the ways that they played with that and the ways that they sort of shifted things up and and change things. Um, Let's get back to some of those visual styles. You know, um, each episode has obviously a very distinct style. Some of them only I think only a couple of them are done. uh, Four of them are done by the same studios. Um, So uh, they they obviously look similar. uh, But I have to say visually. And I want to know what your favorite episode is visually as well. But my favorite episode visually, I have to say, is the Duel, uh, which is uh, yeah. the premiere episode. It's in black and white. It's classic uh, Akira Kurosawa yeah. uh, in every single sense. It looks like it's done. Yeah. yeah, it looks like it's done with like pencils. Yeah, charcoal. but I love yeah, I love how the charcoal, colors. The only colors that are in there are blaster fires and lightsabers, and how that's yeah. used narratively. Yeah, I've honestly I've never seen anything else in animation. Like that before, and that blew my mind. So good.
1: Yeah, I I would have to agree with you, Nate, that that was probably the standout visual, just because of how drastically different it was. Yes, and and I love that that that's what they started with. Something yep. that just looked entirely different. uh Was black and white. It had that you know very textural illustrative painter style to it, and yeah, the the use of color. Uh, as, a, as a sort of accent to each of the scenes was, was really, really great. Yeah, I think that that would probably be the standout for me just because it really kicks things off yeah. for this series to introduce this idea that this is different. This is much different from what you're used to.
0: Yeah, and I think the only other one that I'll give a quick shout-out then to is, uh, is uh, T-O-B-1 or Toby. Um, I think is the one. It's it's the po- uh, P- Pokemon. It's the Pinocchio style episode um, that I think. With Giuseppe. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very. Yeah. It it feels to me. It felt very Steven Universe esque almost. Yes. It was very yeah, yeah. bubbly looking, but of course, very classic Mega Man style. And I absolutely adored that. Let's let's move from from what we see to what we hear. Let's talk about that voice cast. At least for the English dub. Um, you know, we can talk about the Japanese dub uh, afterwards. But the English dub. Um, you know, I think it, as far as my favorite performance from the series, I'm mean, going to have to give it to James Hong, uh, who yeah. plays the Elder uh, in the episode called The Elder. He's like this terrifying old man. And I just every time I hear his voice, I just think of Poe's dad from, yeah. <laughs> from Kung Fu Panda. But like this was the the delivery that he did with this. It didn't. Oddly enough, I didn't think of that. Like I, I was so engrossed in his character, and I thought he was so creepy and scary, uh, and he just incited fear, which is what the design of his character does for sure. Yeah. Um, were there any standouts for you in terms of the voice cast? Yeah,
1: like we we called some of them. You know, George Takei was 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 absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know, I was really surprised about Alison Brie. Yeah, um, I thought she was Sarah Michelle Gellar. Is she in it? <laughs> no, she's not. No, no. she's not. Yeah, but I no. thought she was Sarah Michelle Gellar at one point, yeah. but then I I had to like look it up. Um, and then of course, you know, Simu Liu, you know, coming off the the heels of, of Shang-Chi, here is yeah. he show up in this. I thought it was a was a cool surprise. I know he was he was promoting it and I just didn't know which episode he was in. So, I liked that there's like there were some surprises along the way. Yes. Um but I I'm really glad that they they pulled that in. Oh, and Lucy Liu Lucy yes. Liu. I love Lucy Liu, and I'm glad so that she, she was able to uh, to lend her voice to this this story. So
0: For sure. And I, I definitely JGL coming in with Tatooine Rhapsody, I thought was so much fun oh, to yeah, hear him lead absolutely. a band. Because I know how much he does love music, so yeah. it was so fitting to kind of have that play through his character. Yeah. Um, and it was also fun, like the visual style again for that episode. So it's very like Chibi style, like all the characters are like slightly shorter to see tomorrow yep. morrison play a slightly shorter boba fett was amazing yeah, yeah I thought um it was but listen uh we also have to discuss the music in this series because i it's what i thought was so cool about it was it very much like the visuals it it takes from classic star wars and then melds it together with traditional japanese hogaku sort of sounds yeah. and i was just I was taken aback from from some of these 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 songs. Um, my favorite one again in the duel. Um, there's literally a moment where you're listening to it and you're like, "Is this duel of the fates right now? Or is it is it you know? But it is. It's just it's slightly not duel of the fates, but it's amazing. I, uh,
1: there's a couple instances where I forgot that the score was not a John Williams score. Right? Like they did a really good job at trying to capture John Williams' score in these new stories to so really good. feel like they were connected. The the music at times was such a reminder for me yeah. of, of feeling like Star Wars. And and it was in the duel that I, I really stood out. Um, I think it was also in um uh, the ninth Jedi. Mm, yes. They found such a great way to pull from that Star Wars lore, from the sound effects to the score and really just implement it in here so that it, it feels like that. Even, you know, you calling out the fact that, you know, Tomorrow Morris lends his voice as Boba Fett, right? Right. Like the fact that he's in this, you know, only allows it to feel that much more connected to the Star Wars that we know and love right it doesn't it doesn't distance itself right so which means it could be part of canon who knows i don't i I
0: don't know about that (laughs) i don't
1: know tatooine rhapsody could become part of canon you never know
0: maybe maybe i mean there's definitely you'll be you'll
1: be clamoring for like some live action like oh (laughs) wouldn't
0: it be great if like the tatooine rhapsody band was like in the background (laughs) that would be pretty cool don't get me wrong but i mean i i do think that there's um there's definitely some some things that are very anime that we'll get into sure. maybe in our spoiler-filled discussion that we have yes. uh, about yeah. the series, which we are planning on doing so we can talk about the episodes in detail, talk about our favorite moments within each episode. Uh, and we're going to be having some special guests on for that as well. Um, but yeah, man, this this series is so damn cool. I hope it gets a second season. They could literally go anywhere from here. Um, but yeah, man, our, I think that's about it. Are you ready to maybe wrap up and... Just yeah, let's give us, do it. Give, give the final words and, sure. and uh, maybe find out if this series lives.
1: Well, let me tell you, Nate. Yeah. This show, if I haven't already said it enough, is f- incredible. Oh! The best way to think of this is actually how the credits say it at the end of each episode. Okay. Inspired by Star Wars. Yes. This is exactly what this series is about. It's about being inspired by by Star Wars. And it's it's such a deep-rooted inspiration and it blends compelling stories yep. into this galaxy and it just makes it so much more interesting. This is what Star Wars needs more than any prequel or sequel or True. any spin-off. Yeah. It needs to be shared with others to expand on what we already know and love of these stories so this hits huge for me i am absolutely in love with this series i want a season two i would love to see them kind of maybe take some of these stories and either do more of an animated feature with it mm-hmm. something i think that there is room for mm-hmm. these series to live on in a very very uh, influential way with the future of star wars so yeah i'm gonna give it uh, a 10 out of 10 like it it hit that hype scale it skyrocketed If you're a Star Wars fan, you should enjoy this, even if you're not an anime fan. But you will appreciate anime and that aesthetic so much more after you see this, if you haven't, for whatever reason, not checked out anime in any way. So, yeah, solid, solid work from Lucasfilm. I want to see more. Keep doing it.
0: Totally. And I think, um, you know, there is a, a new there's a novel coming out, Star Wars Visions Ronin. Uh, which is a visions novel. Um, the it's it's done by Emma Michael Candon, and it's going to be continuing the storyline of the main character of the duel. So, sweet, if you want to continue that story that way through a uh, you know a, you know a novel? You can totally do that. Um, I'm hoping they do like a graphic novel. I think would be really cool. Comic books would be amazing. Um, I'd be totally down to continue any of these stories. Yeah, because honestly, this show, like what you said, it it exemplifies the amount of creativity we can still have in this galaxy when you put it in the hands of people outside of the incredibly talented team at Lucasfilm, right? And, And so, you know, I can't mention how much I want all of this artwork on my walls in a book. I want to be able to look at it at any time. Uh, and I do think this the narrative structure could use a little bit of work in a lot of the episodes from a pacing standpoint. Maybe it's just something that I, I would maybe need to get used to by a second season. Um, but the characters and the style in each episode really make up for that. Um, Star Wars and anime, I've noticed through this series, go together like peanut butter and chocolate. And this series, from episode to episode, will delight you. I would be really shocked... If anyone from the cross-section of Star Wars fans and casual anime fans didn't want to immediately seek out more shows by these nine studios. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right? 100%. I know like, yeah. I know I'm going to be... There's a movie called Promare. Uh, so the episode that yeah. the, was called The Twins. Um, there's a movie right. called Promare that's, uh, that they did, Trigger Studios. Um, so I definitely want to check that one out. Um, but yeah, this show has, has gotten me inspired to continue discovering the world of anime. And for that reason, on top of all the other things we discussed... It certainly lives up to the hype, 10 out of 10, Um, and I don't necessarily know if that'll be my my actual score. I don't know if it's a perfect series, but you'll have to tune into our spoiler-filled review to see about that. All right, well, Dank Farrick, that's it for our spoiler-free review of Star Wars Visions. We hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, feel free to leave a five-star review and write in uh, to tell us your favorite episode, or if you have any anime suggestions for us. I know, Justin, we would really appreciate if you have any anime suggestions for us to check out. Justin, where is it that they can maybe mention some of those things to us?
1: Well, they can reach us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Now, if email is way too formal for you, yeah. you can tweet us at geekcentricyt or reach out to us on Instagram. Even though we're not posting photos, we still keep up to date on that sort of stuff.
0: Keep in mind, we have a ton of other episodes covering the latest content released on Disney+, Plus, including our spoiler-free review uh, and spoiler-filled review for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. We also have our spoiler-free review for Only Murders in the Building. And we dropped our spoiler-free review for Kate on Netflix, uh, which is an awesome, you know, alternative for those who like John Wick action. If you want to see Tokyo, you know, we're talking, obviously, a lot about uh, anime. Um, so definitely, yeah, so Japan check out, the right? definitely check out uh, those episodes and give them a five-star review if you don't mind. Justin, thank you so much for joining me for this spoiler-free review. Oh, it
1: was a delight. I'm so glad we got to do it. We've been right. w- itching to watch this show, so it's I'm so glad we were able to, to watch it and
0: share in that. Again, special thanks to Disney for getting us this yes. beautiful show early. We're going to watch it over and over again. And honestly, Justin, I think both of us really do want to go. We're just going to probably go watch it in Japanese right now. Right now. Right, right now. Maybe. Let's do Let's it. Let's go. Okay. All right. Uh, may the force be with you, and as we say, love ya. Peace.